What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. If you've listened to some of any of the old Tony Robbins material, you might have heard him talk about how decisions shape destiny and how the top three decisions that we make every minute and how they shape our lives. Everything you are going to and going through is something that stems from these three decisions that you are making in every minute. What you are going to focus on, what does it mean, or what meaning you are attributing to it, and lastly, what are you going to do about it? And there are a lot of invisible forces that determine how we answer these questions and what decisions that we end up making. Your state of being is one of those major factors. Along with your entire model of the world, the axioms upon which you have decided to live and build your life on. And his decisions are not the topic of today's discussion, but the following lends to what I'm going to go into. What shapes your model of the world that then affects your decisions is the needs of two things, your personality and the needs of your spirit. So how you make your decisions comes down to what needs your personality is pulling at from and what your spirit is looking for. And this is where we all differ. Because although we might want a little bit of all of these things, there are certain things that we put above others that determine our personality. So depending on our personality, you might put these four needs in different order. The need for certainty. This is for someone who seeks comfort, control, and familiarity. And too much certainty leads to boredom, so you might balance it with the need for uncertainty and variety, where you like surprises, you like adventures. Too much uncertainty would be chaos and unstable, so you might balance it with the certainty. The third need that our personality has is the need for significance. This is the need to feel important, special, and unique. This manifests itself through earning status like making money. And the fastest way to earn significance if you don't feel like you have any means of earning status is through violence. And the last need of our personality is connection and love. Friendship, romance, intimacy with humans, or even pets. Now again, in the varying degrees and what you put above another, your personality will be based off what you focus on the most here and what you gravitate towards. Even though you might like adventure a bit, you might still lean more towards the familiar. Some people are the complete opposite and can't sit inside a routine job and they need constant change and daily variety. There are two other needs which are considered the needs of the spirit, growth and contribution, but for this episode, I'm going to focus more on certainty and uncertainty and personality in general. And maybe I'll touch on how that fulfills the needs of the spirit. If you're looking for growth and contribution, you might have to get your personality in order for that to happen. I said all that to say that we might differ in personality. Some people have a higher degree of certainty required, and some others are willing to play in the dark and are okay with the unfamiliar. And this is what I wanted to talk about today, because our need for certainty and how too much certainty, too much order might be restricting our becoming, our potential into what we can be. And I'll read something I tweeted that neatly sums up my point here on which I will expound. Most of us spend our lives structured by maps created by others, society, 
culture, careers. We feel much safer being able to track our progress against the benchmark of others who have also followed the same maps. The problem is, most progress is made in those ventures in which you have no maps to follow. Progress is made in the areas in which you must discover and draw your own maps of the emergent reality. And the key part to not miss the emphasis on is emergent reality. You can't really have maps for reality that is presenting itself right in this moment. You have to rely on something else. And that's in your ability to build maps and structure them as you go. And I tweeted this a while ago, but because just like the things that I talk about here, and just like my tweets, my original source of my thoughts are the things that I need to tell myself, things that I need to hear myself. And as someone who struggles with balancing his own need for certainty and jumping into the unknown and living with uncertainty, somebody who tries to learn way too many things so I can understand what I'm getting into way before I get into it, my brain is activated to find additional evidence for this needing to live in uncertainty a little bit. My brain constantly looks for evidence for what I already know to be true, but I'm not applying this willingness to live in the uncertainty a little bit more. If you study anyone that did anything great, if you question how they got there, it was through trekking into the dark, into a great deal of uncertainty, and putting one foot in front of another and figuring it out as they go. And here's an example like this that stuck out to me. I was listening to the podcast the other day of Bobby Altoff, you know, that girl that's blown up that had Drake on her show and now she's everywhere. She was doing a podcast with the comedian Rick Glassman who tried his best to get some serious answers out of her. And then asking her about her podcast, she just said, I don't really know what I'm doing. And he said, well, that's the job, isn't it? Implying in that quick second something that has taken me very long to apply in certain realms. What he was saying is, not knowing is the job. None of us know what we're doing. That's exactly what the gig is. That feeling doesn't ever go away. And that's the exact message I wanted to leave you here with today. In any creative realm, you will never know what you are really doing. Unless you're becoming a doctor or a professional with a laid out path in front of you, and even in there, you have some critical decisions to make in where you end up in specializing and what you end up being known for. Your average doctor who doesn't dive into the unknown and pick his own path is average for a reason. He remains on the surface. So almost in every realm in life, you will mold yourself through the hidden dark paths that you go down. How you come out on the other end of that is what you are. And if you can clearly see where you need to go and have a laid out path on exactly how to achieve it, then you can know for sure that you are living someone else's life or on someone else's path. The reality is that we are all afraid of the unknown. I remember when I was trying to move from New York to Cali and I was on all the crime websites, spotcrime.com, looking for safe places to live. And because it's the unknown, every report of a robbery or break-in had more of an effect on me than the very break-ins happening in my own neighborhood. I mean, I lived in Queens and have walked out to my own car being broken into and my airbags being stolen. But from far away, when you don't know someplace, our fears are exaggerated. 
Comfort comes from a bit of familiarity, but too much familiar, and you are not exploring and are stunted. Too much order leads to tyranny, and not much innovation or new makes its way into a tyrant state. Just look at North Korea. It is natural for us to seek some sense of building or finding maps so we can operate in the world. It's natural. But too much reliance on existing maps or not having enough willingness to go explore and color your own maps will lead you living the same lives others have already lived. And it's like the saying, the reasonable man adapts himself to the world and the unreasonable man adapts the world to him. Therefore, all progress depends on the unreasonable man. It is those who dare to go into the outskirts, who push the boundaries, who set sail into faraway unknown lands. It is these people that then have a chance to create things that outlast them or discover things that are bigger than them. It is your willingness to play in the dark, to venture into the unknown that not only determines your own progress, but maybe even the progress of those you bring back your newfound knowledge to. Other people are depending on you. Again, not everyone will venture out. And a lot of it is personality driven, much more ingrained than listening to one podcast will uproot. Courage is built over time by learning to trust in your own ability to figure out and deal with whatever that might come up in the unknown. I remember when I first started my job and I had to go visit stores, I would rehearse what I would say. I had to build a map in my mind of what the beginning and what that meeting was going to go like before I walked in. Because I was so not comfortable with going into the unknown or I didn't have enough belief or trust in my own ability to figure it out. Today, you can drop me anywhere on this planet without any rehearsal. And I know because I have seen myself, I know I have the ability to figure it out, talk my way into anything. Again, courage is built over time. But you can probably figure out a way to hack it so it doesn't take as much time as it took me. But still, it's in your own ability to try and figure it out and know that you will figure it out as the reality emerges in front of you. But one thing for sure is that you cannot swim for new horizons until you have the courage to lose sight of that shore. If you stay in that familiar, there's no way for you to build the courage. And there's no way for you to discover things outside of what you already know. You will have to leave your familiar behind for you to find what's new out there and what's undiscovered and new within you that you didn't even know that was there. This is what sets people apart. You see, a leader is no different in makeup than the one who is not willing or fit to lead. There is a reason why not everyone becomes a business owner or specializes down a creative path. It's because they fail to make the decisions along the way. And they fail to make those decisions because their personality constricts them into decisions that feel familiar and comfortable. They need to see the certain outcomes or they won't make the decisions. And this is what sets apart a leader. A leader has the willingness to make the unknown assumptions, and then own the consequences of whatever happens. It is this quality that allows a person to lead, the willingness to put faith in our own assumptions. 
when all external validation is not present, having the internal validation to carry forward anyway. And also not pointing the finger at anyone else when all those assumptions don't pan out. This is what makes a leader. The willingness to play in the dark. Because again, it is the leader's job to not know. A vision is just a vision. You make base assumptions and set criteria and run experiments. No one really knows anything. And just like in sales, the no is the job. If you didn't get a no, if you only got easy yeses like you were selling drugs or something and it sells itself, then you're not a salesperson. You're an order taker. The no is the job. The not knowing is the job of the leader. In all matters of progress, I will leave you with this. There are no maps to new places, my love. Love you, family. Stay true, always. See you on the next show.